If you ever feel mentally inadequate, just remember there are people alive that actually thought Vivek had a chance of breaking the top three in the Iowa caucus. <laughs> the Griff Report starts now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Somebody said, what do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, yeah, that's that was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. Greetings to all the Hoteps. Welcome to the Griff Report live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. Uh, Hotep to the chat. Hotep to the Hoteps. Hotep to all my Hotepistanis. Hotep. <sighs> you guys smell that? Ah, do you know what that is? It's the smell of election season. And it smells very grifty. Which leads me to my next point. Shout out to the Grifties, grifties.com. Make sure y'all go get y'all tickets right now. VIP sold out. Regular admission still available. I'll sneak some of y'all in the VIP if I know you. If I don't know you, I can't sneak you in the VIP. We're going to have a little after party, pre-party, post-party, all types of parties. We're going to have fun that weekend. We're not just going to leave you with just the Grifties. We're going to do more than that. But you got to get a ticket to the Grifties to even know what's going on outside of that. We're going to go by Jabari's Restaurant. Check them out. Do lunch over there. Grifties.com. Jabari in the chat. What up, Jabari? Lauren said, oh, I still got time to get tickets. Oh, Lauren's coming. Let me tell you, Lauren is like OG Hotep. Hey, Lauren, real quick. You know what story I told the other day? Do you remember? Well, I know you remember, but do you remember um, when I got kicked out of TPUSA and we were in Washington, D.C.? And then we went to the walkaway event. Do you remember that? Lauren was with us. It was me, Doe, uh, Carl, bunch of us, man. Laura was there. Um, that shit was fire. Jabari, I got you. I got you. Uh, Haram Life, Zantovin. Rule, what's up, Rule? Tell Grandma I said what up. Haram Life. Jake Pylon in there. Lauren, I got to get you on the channel one day. You got to call into something. I need I need you to tell my story of TPUSA, but from your point of view. I don't know if you have time today to call in, but I would love to do that. She said, and we met Stacey Dash. Yes, correct. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, we take phone calls at, at 3, and, you know, hopefully you can call in, and you can give your side of the story about that. Why did TPUSA kick you out? Joy Villa, word. Um, Bryson has not confirmed yet. Bryson has been, like, mad busy. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, we haven't even been able to get him confirmed for a debate on my channel with Goldstein yet. <laughs> How about Hotep? Uh, Hotep's been told you about Vivek, let's get into it. Without further ado, further to do, further ado, let's start right here. I got my tabs ready today. About to unload on this motherfucker. Now I'm, I might confuse y'all because I'm a hypocrite, but just just be ready, okay? Just be ready because this this story is gonna take a turn at some point, and I need you to need you to hold on, buckle your seatbelt, and take this ride with me. Okay, you got to understand. It's consistent, though. It's going to look hypocritical, but it's going to be consistent. Yesterday, January 15th, day of the Iowa caucus elections at 11.01 a.m. Eastern time. Four million views. Vivek Ramishwamy posted on X. 
I was in the Fox News studio in Des Moines this morning and noticed something interesting. They forgot one candidate tonight. I'll trust them to fix it. Now I got to ask you folks. I got to ask you folks. When you go to Olympics, what medals are given out? When you win a race, what's on the podium? You got one, two, three. First place, second place, third place. You got gold, you got bronze, and you got silver. I'm sorry, you got gold, silver, and bronze. All right? There is no fourth place. It doesn't exist. It's not, there's, there's no space on the podium for fourth place. Yes, the Holy Trinity. Vivek thought he was going to crack this. Right? Now, there's two reasons why he didn't crack this. Number one, name recognition. Nobody knows who the fuck Vivek is outside of the internet. I told y'all this yesterday. I told y'all this yesterday. Maybe some of you didn't believe me. We had some Vivek supporters in the chat. <laughs> but outside of that, I'm going to call it spade a spade without trying to sound like a liberal. Ain't nobody in Iowa voting for nobody with the last name Ramashlami. It's not happening. It's not happening. Let's 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 look at this. Let's I'm going to show you something. Hold on. Let's pull this up. Mm. Let's pull this up. Okay, you see right here? Let's hold on. Hold on. Let's put this on the screen. Oh, come on, you summer bee. All right, check this out. Here is, this is called a map of the United States of America. Okay. That's what this is called in case, you know, some of you don't know. It's a map of the United States of America. Okay. Now. Hopefully you guys can see my mouse. This is Iowa, obviously, right? This state, the state above it, the state, all the surrounding states are white people. And I'm talking about like white people. For example, I always tell this joke about Iowa. When you drive through Iowa, everything turns black and white like a 70s sitcom. There is no color in Iowa. There's just white and there's just black. There's no Mexicans. It's just white folks and black folks. So all these states surrounded Iowa is they're not even in the 20th century. These people, all the surrounding states of Iowa are not even in the 20th century. Some of them don't have microwaves. <laughs> Some of them don't have TVs. <laughs> okay. And they, they never seen no Vivek and no Ramashlami anywhere in their life. So the xenophobia is going to be high in this area. I'm not going to call it racism. I'm going to call it xenophobia. They're going to go, nope, we got a migrant problem. And this dude looks like a migrant. A migrant. So he had no hope of winning this race at all. Because of where he was. Okay. <laughs> White folks. <laughs> no red dot zone out there in Iowa. Big facts. Ain't no Indian people out here. You might get some in Minnesota. You get the, the Somalis in Minnesota. They didn't took over Minnesota. <laughs> but that's all we got. Just white folks and black folks. So. He didn't have a chance in hell. Somebody should have told him. Now, I want to come back. I, I, that just reminded me of one of the greatest takes I wanted to have today. What did I just say? I just said somebody should have told him. Now, what does everybody say about Vivek Robert Ramaslami? Okay. <laughs> he forgot he was brown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What does everybody say about Vivek? What's his greatest trait? 
He's so smart. He's so smart. You know who else is smart? Hotep Jesus. I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. I had to press the button. And I wish all the white people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as Hotep Jesus. Because that guy, he he really gets it. He knows how to boil it down. (laughs) Let's go to the tape. Hold on. Let's pull it up. Where is it? Hold on. I passed it. Hmm. Here we go. Right there. If you ever feel like you're not as smart as others, just remember there are people who thought Vivek had a chance of cracking the top three in the Iowa caucus. Okay. Now, Hotep Jesus knew he didn't have a chance in hell. I knew. So I'm sure a bunch of other people knew. And you knew what you know who else knew Vivek did not have a chance of even cracking the top three? Vivek Ramashlami. He also knew. He also knew. You think you you're gonna tell me that he's some young genius kid and and he was just so ignorant and hopeful just high off hopium that he thought he actually had a chance of cracking the top three. Is that what you want me to believe? Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. I'm not that dumb. I'm not that dumb. He knew he didn't have a chance in hell. I knew he didn't have a chance in hell. And a whole bunch of other people with common sense knew he didn't have a chance in hell to win no damn Iowa caucus with the last name Ramashlami. We all knew. He knew. He knew. You cannot convince me that he did not know. Now, why he ran, we covered that yesterday, so we're not going to walk down that road, right? This is all for party politics. The question I have is how come some of you dumb motherfuckers didn't know? And I'm talking about you, but you know what I mean. Cause y'all hoteps, y'all y'all are hip to the game. Y'all, y'all knew, y'all knew he didn't have a chance in hell. How is it? Matter of fact, let's just go to the tweet. Let's just go to the tweet. Where is it? Hold on, right here. J Man twenty twenty, uh, J Man twenty one, with one hundred and thirteen followers. He got that like stereotypical white conservative profile pic, you know, where they got the, the, the cop glasses on with the seatbelt on in the car driving. I don't know what's up with this, but I swear it's got to be a bot account. It's got to be a bot account because everybody takes that same pic. We got to, you got to stop that if you're one of these people that does this. Anyway, he says, I'm blown away by Vivek's numbers. I really thought he would grab second place. <laughs> then he goes on to say maybe that t-shirt wasn't a good idea so this guy thinks the t-shirt was the problem <laughs> oh man yo i shouldn't be having this much fun laughing at dumb people <laughs> honestly we didn't think the xenophobia was that bad the xenophobia is just the second rung though that's just the second rung that, you know, 50% of the reason why Vivek did not win comes down to this right here, which brings me to my next take. Okay. Uh, Jabari said, check your HBTY DMs to see how much Vivek made by running his mouth alone. It's a big club and we're not in it. Bet. Thank you. Metastep said, tagged you, HJ, whitest states of the union for 2024. I guarantee you, uh, Idaho and Iowa. If it start with an I, it's just full of white people. Okay. Anyway. So the viral marketing stunt where Snoop Dogg pretended to quit smoking was a flop. It did not lead to sales for the smokeless fireplaces and the CEO has since been replaced. Now I'm going to tie this in with Vivek, but first I have to give you a bit of education on why this campaign flopped. Why I said it would flop on Hotep's been told you. 
y'all remember that episode? Me and Uncle was going back and forth. I'm like, ah, I don't know about this. All right? Why did this flop? Because you're taking something that is for a specific demographic and trying to market it to a different demographic or vice versa. So this smokeless fireplace, that's not exactly something black folks are into. If you know anything about black folks, we want all the smoke. See what I did there? Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You see what I did there? This levels to this podcasting shit. We want all the smoke. If you know anything about barbecuing, it defeats the purpose of barbecuing if you ain't got no smoke. <laughs> the smoke is what gives the vibes and the feel and the taste. <laughs> and you're going to sell niggas a smokeless fireplace. This is what we call um, lack of product market fit. The product has to fit the market. Okay. So just like I knew this product would flop, I knew the product of Vivek would flop because he does not have product market fit. And what does that entail? Well, first of all, if you wanted to market some shit like smokeless fireplaces, you would have needed to go get, I don't know, uh, David Hogg and Dylan Mulvaney or some shit like that. Because this is for fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, climate change hipsters or some shit like this. Like they just got their Democrat, uh, demographics all mixed up. Like, like, like who did the market research on this? <laughs> who did... The market research on it. Somebody said charcoal greater than propane. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out to all my charcoal people out there. <laughs> yeah, Snoop just happy that check cleared. Facts. So you took something that was for yuppies and, and grabbed a hip-hop icon, and those two things just don't match. They just don't match. So when you take a guy like Vivek Rabashlami, and you put him in front of a bunch of white folks in Iowa, you have a lack of product market fit. You know who understands this? I'm going to show you. Right here. Let's pull it up. Her name is Nikki Haley. But what's her real name? Her real name is Nimarata Radhawak. Nimarata Namarata Radhawa. Namarata Randhawa. That's her name. This Nikki Haley shit is about product market fit. And that's something that Vivek missed. Now I'm gonna say this. I give him props for not changing his name. Gotta do that. Gotta do that. Okay? Montana's known for black people. I ain't never seen no black people from Montana. They must all be on the football team or going to college, playing football there as well. Okay. So Nikki Haley knew if I'm going to have success in this country, I'm going to give myself a white name, a more European name, a more American name, Nikki Haley. First of all, she didn't even give herself the real name, which is Nicole. Nikki is short for Nicole. She just went straight for the nickname. This is some weird shit. I don't even know how people accept this lady at all. Damn neoliberal. So she knew about Nimarata, Radhawa. She knew that wasn't going to fly. So that's why she flipped to Nikki Haley. Product market fit. Okay, let's go to the next. So coming back, I said 50% of the reason why he did not win is because of name recognition, name recognition. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I don't want to take time to look it up. Somebody post a link in the chat, if you can, to the demographics of people who voted in Iowa. Okay. 
Now, I ain't no fool. I know what anecdotal evidence looks like. And when I was a kid in school, every time it was time to vote, you know, showed up a bunch of old white ladies. They were running the polls and they were placing the, the, the ballots and all of that. OK, bunch of old white ladies. So when people ask and they go, why did Nikki Haley get so many votes? Maybe it's because of the 19th Amendment where you motherfuckers gave women rights. I think there's a flaw there. I think there's a flaw there. We can come back to my take on the 19th Amendment at another date. But and I think women should be treasured. That's why I don't think they should be burdened. With voting, this is a, a thing. This is a man's job. They should be at home cooking, taking care of the children, making sure the culture in the home is on point while the men go handle the politics and the business. But now we have women voting. So women are going to go look at the ballot and go, oh, it's another bitch on here. I'm going to vote. They don't even know who the fuck Nikki Haley is. Now, if that shit said Nimarata, Rajawa, you think she'd have got that much vote? Hell no. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotep, Jesus. Hell no. So the reason why she's winning this vote and, and Tucker Carlson get a, did a great piece on this 17 minute video. I watched it earlier twice. Really good. But she was AstroTurf. But we knew that. We knew that. I don't even have to go into details. We know she was AstroTurf. So that's 50% of the reason why she made it. The other votes come because simply because her name's Nikki Haley and she's a woman. Okay? That's why she got the vote she got. All right? These are just facts. These are just facts. So don't don't come to me talking about, oh, she's a great candidate. And, you know, the thing is, it's motherfuckers online asking, how did she get so many votes? I don't know how she got so many votes. And I'm like, am I the only one that knows the country that they fucking live in? You ain't never seen no man say, hey, I need off work today. I got to go vote. Nah, nigga, fuck that vote. I got to go to work. Although yesterday was a holiday. But some niggas just had to work on that holiday. I was working on a holiday. It's women out here that's gone and, and, and handling the vote. Does anybody got anybody got the link for me to the demographics of people who vote? If y'all can get that and post it, it to my Twitter or anything, you know, whatever, whatever, that would be wonderful. And we halfway through and I ain't even done. I ain't even I, I'm 25 percent through my presentation today. Hold on. Let's go to the next one. Um, Vivek speech. Let's let's take a listen to this slick split tongue motherfucker. Now, this is a campaign founded on speaking the truth. Subliminal. He's always going to say this truth, truth, truth. That's he's talking about truth social. Just post it on Twitter. All right, thank you. I'm going to check it right now. Not just when it's easy, but when it's hard. Not just to the Democrats, but to our own side. And not just to other campaigns and candidacies, but to ours. And so I will stick to the truth tonight. The first hard truth, and this one's hard for me. I got to admit this. Ha, 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 this is this is why I don't like this motherfucker, yo. Cause I'm like, yo, I seen better acting on TikTok. I seen better acting on TikTok. Oh, this is hard for me. Oh, oh, I'm gonna pretend like I care. I'm gonna pretend like I didn't know I was gonna get my ass whooped in these elections. 2.3 million votes. I see here. Iowa's voting population, uh, as of 2020. So, 50.9 percent female. 49.1% male. Half of these motherfuckers is gay. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotep, Jesus. Um, please excuse my German. Breakdown by race. This is what I want to get to. Ooh. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotep, Jesus.com. <laughs> what did I tell you? 92.9% white. There's, there, there ain't nobody else in Iowa. It's just white folks in Iowa. Everybody else here. These this 3.2 percent black think they still slaves. Juneteenth ain't even hit them yet. Hotep, you're a genius. <laughs> Hotepjesus.com. 
3.8, the, the, the Hispanics are voting at a higher rate than the niggas. And this, is, this, this comes back to my previous point. People would be like, oh, why do blacks keep voting for, 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 for Democrats? I'm like, we don't even vote. That's your dumb ass. You the one voting. We don't even vote. I guarantee you the population of black people is higher than Hispanic people, but Hispanic people, people vote at a higher rate than black people. Native Americans said, fuck you, I ain't voting. 1.4% for two or more races. Ain't no more races left. Who is left? What other race could there be? Kazakhstani? 1.5 Asian. The Asians know better. They don't get out and vote. They ain't, they not, they about they shmoney. Okay? They're about their shmoney. They're not dumb enough to vote. These the dumb motherfuckers right here. 92.9% white. These the dumb motherfuckers that go out and vote in this shit. Um, all right. I just wanted that. I just wanted to show you this majority female. It's pretty, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. But I would like to say, uh, we, if we looked at this by sexual orientation, I guarantee you these males right here are gay. Every last one of them. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's up to y'all to figure out when I'm serious and when I'm joking. I'm not going to help you. All right. Let's go back. Let's go back and let's play the tape. And I know y'all sent me some more links, so we're gonna take a look at it. But we've looked at it every which way, and I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. And I think that wait, I want y'all to see the acting. Hold on. Tonight, tonight, the first hard truth, and this one's hard for me. I gotta. Oh, it's hard for me. It's hard for me. Oh, oh, oh. I admit this. But we've looked at it every which way, and I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. And I think that that's just a hard fact that we're going to have to accept as a campaign. And the question then is, what do we do that is right for our country? And so Porv and I, we, we actually didn't make this contingency plan before everybody told us to. We said, no, we're not doing that. But we talked about it tonight. We took a little bit of time in our apartment in Des Moines before coming here to make some hard choices. I don't want to hear no more of what he got to say. Let's go to the next video. Let's go to the GOAT. I also want to congratulate Vivek because he did a hell of a job. He came from uh, zero and he's uh, got a big percent, probably 8%, almost 8%. And that's a, an amazing job. They all did. They're all very smart, very smart people, very capable people. That's my president. That's my president. Let's go to the next one. Oh, we talked about him already. Next one. Um. Hold on, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Viva Fry in a second. Now, this comes back to what I was saying before. Here's uh Whitley Yates. Intelligent young woman. And she said, uh, imagine running a presidential campaign and paying people to support you to create fake online movement only to be at the very bottom of all candidates. You know, again, this online shit don't translate to real life. It don't translate to real life. Where's the age demographics? Does, does this? Wait a second. Wait a second. Why don't we have the age demographic? See, this is important. All right. See right here? Voters age 45 to 64 are the highest in every state. With registered voters over the age of 45 comprising more than half the country's population. Older voters also trend toward turning out to vote at a higher rate and played a significant role in former President Donald Trump's 2016 victory. OK. Um, so is this? Oh, it's giving it to by state. OK. All oh, this. You got me the whole link. Oh, this is good. Now. 45 to 64 is the key thing we got to look at right here. 45 to 64. These are old people. Okay. And that's what I was saying before. These old people aren't here. They're not on X. They're not on Twitter. Some of them still read the newspaper. 
So this whole all like like and that's the thing, like people look at online and think that online translates to the real world. And the truth of the matter is that online translates to the real world. However, it's about a year behind. The world is about a year behind the Internet or more. Okay, Meaning that Vivek is popular now, which means voters and old folks and know about him a year from now. Have you ever talked to your mom and she shared a meme with you and you saw the meme like three years ago? That's what I'm talking about. So if you see Vivek's popular now, you're like, oh, he just got popular. All right, that means old folks ain't going to know about him for another year. So people looked online and then because they're in their bubbles and they see all these retweets and all this stuff. Well, what are the demographics of people that are looking at this information online? They not 64 years old. They not 60. They're not 50. These people are. Well, they're probably I would say online in this conversation anywhere between. 33 to 45 is probably really it. Then you got some people 50 plus, right? Like Uncle Hotep, right? You're going to have that. But the six-year-olds ain't here. They're not, they're not here in abundance. So this stuff does not translate into the real world. It takes some time, which is, which is going to take me to my point in the future. Now, yesterday, uh, you know, Vivek, uh, on, on, on the last minute, he tried to throw some bell here. I think we're having a late surge here in Iowa. And the best sign is the attacks and the desperate smear attempts just keep going up. The latest one is that I invested in a company, one of the hundreds of companies I've invested in, that develops lipid nanoparticles that that company did. Accurate. Well, guess what? Lipid nanoparticles are these just chemicals that are used for a wide range of things some for medicine some for vaccines a wide range of things and it turns out that company is suing moderna because moderna is one of the many companies that stole its technology to make the covid vaccine one of the thousand components that went into the covid vaccine so there that's a story they try to use that as some sort of smear campaign put some overlay of some ominous music over it don't fall for their trick we can't play these games. We have a country to save tonight. And I'm asking you to get out there and do the right thing for our country. See, he's smart. He's smart. See, what he does is he tells you the truth and then tells you the truth ain't the truth. He's like, yeah, I profit off the COVID-19 vaccine. Here's how I profited. But I didn't profit off the COVID-19 vaccine. This is all make-believe because they're trying to mess with my poll numbers. However, however, Dr. David Martin says, thank you, Vivek. For responding to what you call a smear, it's called in other circles, transparency. Your stock sales materially include the LNP, the lipid uh, nanoparticle technologies that your own company said enabled Moderna. And your licensing partner said was used by Pfizer. I said in an interview in June and uh, September 23 that Vivek made money on the LNP. I said that his technology was used in a death shot. Here's his company statement directly from their lawsuit. He's right. LMPs can be used for many things, including his company's technology enabling the jab. His own SEC filings show that his money is not coming from other uses. The Techmera UBC gift is what funded a significant amount of his assets. Here's, here's a statement from his company. The impact of the COVID-19 pandemic one of the greatest public health challenges in modern history would be immeasurably worse, but for the rapid widespread availability of cutting edge mRNA based vaccines like Moderna's. Moderna brought its vaccine from lab bench to arms in record speed. That unprecedented accomplishment was made possible by Moderna's use of breakthrough technology Arbutus had already created and patented. A revolutionary liquid nanoparticle delivery platform that took the scientists of Arbutus years of painstaking work to develop and refine. So you say, hey, Vivek, you profited off of uh, the pandemic and, you know, you basically gave the secret ingredient 
to Moderna. Now you want to sue them for it and Pfizer. And now you want to sit up here and be like, oh, no, this is fake news. No, it's not. This is from your own document. This is this is this is from your own filing. <laughs> Arbutus Biopharma. This is Mr. Big Pharma here <laughs> versus Moderna. So this is why this is why I say he's he's a, he's a split tongue, slick tongue motherfucker. He's a split tongue, slick tongue motherfucker because he's going to sit up here and tell you, oh, yeah, well, this is all fake news that I profited, even though I profited from the profits. Exactly. Um, so, you know, you could bleed a hype if you want to. You can cape for him if you want to. But the rest of us uh, choose to live in reality. You know, the reality that said he didn't have a chance in hell and breaking the top three. Um, which brings us to our next point. Hold on. No, nope, I don't want that one. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Done with that. Done with that. I want to find my tweet. Um, he's slick enough. He's slick enough for uh for these dumb idiots out here. He's slick enough for for the average Joe. All right, here I go. Right here. Now, this is this is this is where I'm going to show you my personality type. OK, so yesterday I tweeted Vivek's polling numbers, the damn cockroach and uh, where the Stephen A. Smith about calling him a cockroach. I see not a lot of people appreciated this, but that's quite all right. And this guy says, uh, you don't really like Vivek, huh? And I said he's a two pack of ass, quoting Joe Budden. And he said, what do you think about Vivek as a VP pick? Bad, too. And I responded, give me that Trump Vivek ticket. Pump it into my veins like the Vax. Obviously, that's a play on the events of Operation Warp Speed and Arbutus and all of that. But um, people might go, Hotep, you said... You don't like Vivek. No, I don't. But I like winning more. I like winning more than I hate Vivek. Does that make sense? Like, if we're going to beat the left, I think Vivek's our best option. SVP. If we're going to beat the left in 2028, Vivek's our best option. And in 2028, people are like, oh, Jesus, you're supporting Vivek. I'm like, yeah, I, we kind of got no choice, right? So you're gonna be like, remember when you said he was bad and all this other stuff? Like, yeah, I remember that. Just make sure you go out and vote for Vivek. Can y'all please stop with that Dr. Shiva shit? Dr. Shiva and Vivek are the same person. They're the same, they're the same crop of slick tongue, split tongue motherfuckers. I'm tired of this Dr. Shiva shit. Ask Canon Hotep. Matter of fact, I'm 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 gonna call this shit out now. Dr. Shiva, why you ain't do the interview with Cannon Hotep? Why'd you get Hollywood at the last minute? I don't fucking trust no Dr. Shiva. You motherfuckers truck. I, I work with Dr. Shiva. I know what it's like to, to be lied to by Dr. Shiva. I know what it's like to be deceived by Dr. Shiva because I have my own personal experience. I met him in real life. We worked together in real life. And that motherfucker is deceptive. Okay? How about that? Fuck him. Huh? And he wanna... He just mad because he wasn't the Indian that got picked. He just mad because he not the Indian that got picked. But they're both two MIT uh, IQ motherfuckers that's smart as shit. And they both grifting. They both grifting, both science people and Dr. Shiva just mad because Vivek is the Indian that got chose and Shiva never got chose. He's a hater. He's a hater. Let's address that now. He's a fucking hater. I've been holding back on this for a minute. But now we got to end it. Don't bring that Dr. Shiva shit to me. No fucking more. All right. He's corny. 
I worked with him. I interviewed him. I thought he was a good guy. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's a Decepticon. And if he want to come back on my platform and talk to me about it, we could do that. I ain't got no problems with that. But as of right now, fuck him until he does the Cannon Hotep interview. Why he ain't do the Cannon Hotep interview? If people reached out or something like that, they're supposed to do the interview. Then you found out it wasn't Hotep Jesus, so you didn't want to do it. Nah, go talk to Cannon before you come talk to me. Channel not big enough. He said Shiva is like Vivek's Pokemon evolution, except Vivek is the final evolution of Shiva. He's the smarter version of Shiva because he actually was able to work the system to get where he got. But they're the same fucking person. Same fucking person. Vivek's just better. He's just a better grifter. Which brings me back to my point. I'm rocking with the Trump Vivek ticket. I don't want the Ron ticket. Ron does not have enough swag. And, and to translate this into uh, intellectual speech, uh, he doesn't have the verbal vernacular. He doesn't have um, prowess with the pen. We don't alliteration with the with the vocabulary. Um, he he's not intelligent. He's not quick. He's not charismatic. His personality's trash. He wears high heel shoes. He's already got a bad stench with black voters for being a book burning guy. He's out. Who's next? Nikki Haley, the neoliberal. So you want us to have the VP as somebody who is basically going to install the same ideas of the left? That's what we want. That's what we want. So, no, that's not going to happen. Then people bring up, oh, Byron Donalds. No, that motherfucker's boring. He's another one. He ain't got no charisma. He's too fucking boring. He might do the VP job better, but as far as securing the fucking White House, we need Vivek next to Trump. Okay, we need the big farmer boys. We need the big farmer boys. Where's the tweet? Hold on. Hold on. I got to show it to you. I got to show it to you. This shit is hilarious. Hold on. But we got an election to win, and, and, and we're not about to lose this shit to fucking Biden and, 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 and Gavin Newsom or whoever they pull out the woodwork to run for president. No, where is it? Ah, no. No, tell me that person did not delete it. It's got to be in my mentions somewhere. It's got to be. I think I saw it in my mentions. I could have sworn I bookmarked it. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up. So you guys can understand. And then we got to talk MLK and Charlie Kirk and all of that. Then we're going to go to the phone lines. You want to get on the phone lines, text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. Um, where is the... It was... Oh. It, it was, uh, oh no, it was so good. Where's that meme of Batman and Robin, but it was Trump and Vivek. Where is that meme? Somebody find that meme for me. That shit was so good. I guess they deleted it. You would have made it to the Griff report, bro. Anyway, that that's the new Batman and Robin. That's the dynamic duo we need. We need somebody that is going to kick up some dust okay we need somebody that is going to kick up some dust make a lot of noise and get people out to the polls we need to get the sheep out to the polls and, and i think this is the one that's going to do it and viva fry says trump president vivek 2024 to 2028 then vivek presidency 28 uh 2028 to 2036 now i don't think he's going to get a double term i i don't think that's possible um but I think uh, he's your best candidate in 2028. Okay. Um, and, 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 and 
And in in that role, I like him. I like him just from a perspective of we need the cash flow flowing. We need we need money flowing in this country. Liberals and co- communists, they just fuck the economy up. Things just seem to do better um, under um, our presidents on this side of the aisle, at least, you know, within the past few decades. Uh, although Obama was doing pretty well until the 2008 housing crisis and then shit went to shit. Then there was he also had before him. Wasn't that the uh, tech bubble? Yeah, we had the tech bubble, which mostly is just banker problems. But, you know, that's another story for another day. But again, so what you're going to have is you're going to have much pushback. People are like, no, not Vivek and Trump, not Vivek. And they're going to name all these other fucking people who ain't got a chance in hell of securing the fucking Oval Office. And the fact of the matter is, um, this is your best. This is your best shot. This is your best shot. Shiva is anti-Zionist, as you can get. Vivek said Israel has a divine right to rule. If you if you choosing people based upon anti-Zionism, I can't even take you serious. I can't even take you serious. Zionism is the least of your concerns. As an expert and former anti-Semite, Zionism is the least of your concerns. It just is. It just really is. You know, um, you got a lot more to worry about. And you know what the funny thing is about anti-Semitism is? Anti-Semitism is a design of Zionism. Anti-Semitism is a design of Zionism. Because we all know Semitic refers to language. So anti-Semitism, although it may exist, hatred of Jews may exist, it's exasperated by Zionism. They throw kerosene on the fire. They fan the flames. If anybody's done any research into the implication of the uh, Jewish people that were involved in the Holocaust on the other side of things, why? In the name of creating the state of Israel, these people won't move. Let's fund this guy and have them exterminate our people. Now they'll be more quicker to move. They will throw their own people under the bus to make things happen. So they actually create anti-Semitism to strengthen Zionism. See, if you want to kill something, you ignore it. But y'all feed it energy. Y'all feed it energy. Oh, the Zionist, the Zionist. It's not even fucking Zionism. That's your fucking issue. Why don't you pick up a book on fucking banking like the Patriot Report Unmasking Conspiracy of War by Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. <laughs> Hotepjesus.com. All right, let's get back. Let's go to MLK and Charlie Kirk and his team. Uh, then we're going to go to phone lines. Text Hotep your name to 202-596-5631. Text Hotep your name to 202-596-5631. You know, it's kind of like racism. Anti-Semitism is like racism where you know, um, if there's no racism that exists, some person, some race grifter will burn a cross on somebody's lawn and pretend like it exists. Or like when that black lady got caught um, spraying racist graffiti so she could sell racism. Um, when people drudge up racist things online to create racism so that they can race grift off of it. That's what this shit is, yo. So when you see people talking about their anti-Zionist Technically, they're Zionists. Every anti-Zionist is a Zionist because that's what your platform is built around. Your platform's not built around your platform. Your platform is built around somebody else's platform. What is Hotep Nation's platform built around? Hotepistan. We don't never say no nation shouldn't exist. You can do whatever the fuck y'all want to do. We're going to build our own nation. Let me know who's trying to build their own nation. We're going to build Hotepistan. It just is what it is. But everybody wants to tear down this and tear down that. And you guys don't even have a fucking clue of history and how Zionism came to be and what it really is. And then, and then you just, you just guys just make it worse. Oh, the Zionists, the Zionists. You are a Zionist. You feed right into it. Fucking morons. Y'all need, y'all need, uh, Oh, here it is. Now it pops up. Like, why? Why does it pop up now? Like, I just looked in here and now it pops up. 
Let's go to the tape. There you go. Batman and Robin. There's that Trump Vivek ticket I was talking about. Love this. Love this. Love this. Love this. Um, but yeah, you, you just, you guys just, you, you guys, you guys feed that shit energy and it's a grift, right? Like it's, it's, it's like white identitarianism. It's like black identity and, you know, it's like, it's, it's the perfect. And, and this is why it's so easy for me to understand this stuff because I come from that black nationalist background where, um, oh, I should find this clip. Oh, I should find this clip. Hold on. Let me find this clip. This, this is a good lesson for everybody. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I love when I, when I, when I remember stuff like this. Here we go. Let's see if we can find it. Oh, it's, I should be able to, it's eight minutes, but I'm going okay, to, I'm going to fast one thing to make, And then I want this young lady, this beautiful black young lady to speak. I want to get something clear. Okay. And this is from me. And I feel a lot of people have this. I am not prejudiced or biased to white people because the cameraman is a personal friend of mine and he's white. We're not talking about white people that have nothing. As a people, no, I'm we being oppressed by the right police. Here, right, with here. The right here, right here. Y'all ready? This is young Lauren Hill. Listen what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. What we I'm not, saying is this. We keep on going like this. They, 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 they. But I'm not saying they, they, they. I'm not saying they, they, they. I'm saying this. Hold on, hold on, you hold on. Okay. Listen, hold this on a minute. Hold on a minute. You misunderstanding what I'm saying, though. This is what I'm saying. The only way you have to know who you are, but you still have to know what your enemy is. When you when you're on a basketball team or a football team, before you go out into the field or into whatever you do, what do you do? You go, you watch tapes. Not only strategy, you watch your enemy. You see who's this. You watch this man. You see how this man did that. You say, well, when he do this, you do that. So we have to know the same thing. Okay. We have to know. I'm not blaming. I'm saying people be like, you can't blame the white man for this and that. No, 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 no. We this. How oh, do you shit. have economic power? It's like this. You, you saw you saw Method Man in the background. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Listen, this hold on a minute, hold on a minute. All right, let's go. Really, I'm saying this. I'm, what I'm saying is we deal, we deal with reality right now. I'm saying let's deal with the basis of right now. We're talking about how we were kings and queens. That's all good. We discovered math and science, but now let's master math and science for right exactly. now exactly. so we can have economic power. We have to deal within ourselves and eliminate them from our equation completely. I think we, we keep on dealing like the white man. You know, as soon as you say the white man took everything away from me, took everything away from me, that means you got to give him props for everything that you do have. Now, remove white men and place Zionism right there. <laughs> the Zionists took this away from me. So whatever you do have, you got to thank them. This is this is the mentality I'm coming with. This is the mentality I told the black community. I... We know all the things the white man did bad. Okay, here's your hug and a kiss. I hope you feel better. Now, what are you going to do about it? Don't stop talking about white people. I did this with the Christian nationalists two weeks ago in the podcast. Oh, the left, the left, the left. Fuck the left. What are you doing? What are you doing? They can't tell you. Can't tell you a way forward. They can't tell you a way forward. And that's the problem with anti-Zionists. They can't tell you a way forward. I mean, all the anti-Zionists are like single white males with no kids. And then they like, oh, we're being replaced. Well, why don't you get a bitch and have some kids, motherfucker, if you're being replaced? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Um, Let's go to MLK. Let's go to MLK. And, you know, a lot of this stuff comes with a lot of this stuff has to do with um, age. You know, it just comes with age and experience. I've been around, uh, you know, uh, a lot longer than some people have. And I've been strategizing the, the problems of our world for a really long time, probably before I should have. I was like I was a revolutionary when I was like 14 years old. Right. So being a young black revolutionary, I've carried a lot of this stuff in my mind for a really long time combined with, um, you know, just general studies of it all, um, I've had time to think and, and understand our world. And, you know, some people are just now getting woke. Um, how many mics do we rip on a daily? Mini money. When she say mini, mini, mini. All right, let's go here. 
So we got Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk and, and the rest of his friends, they want to troll the internet and try to piss off black people. The sad part is, I saw somebody else tweet this the other day. Uh, I thought it was absolutely excellent. Um, but he said, you, you know, when you try to kill MLK, you're going to piss off more white people than black people because black people, you know, again, this is the older demographics care about MLK, but the younger demographics, they don't really identify with him like the older generations. And the more it goes on, the less people identify with them, right? And that's just common sense based upon uh, relation in chronology. Uh, okay, so I'm sorry, relation into uh, a particular time point, right? So he says, who is MLK? A myth has been created and was grown, has grown, and it has grown totally out of control. While he was alive, most people disliked him. Yet today he is the most honored, worshipped, even deified person of the 20th century. Today we are going to tell the truth and explain how this myth was born. Chat, can you do me a favor? Can you tell me, give me five people that are more deified in the 20th century than MLK. And, and let's just see as a thought experiment. Just throw one out there and combined all of you should be able to come up with five. Yes, no, maybe so. Cool. All right. Now, I think the best take, the best response to this was Goldstein. Goldstein had the best response, bar none. Um, I don't want to do it from memory. I want to show it to you. Let's find it. I thought I had it in a bag, but sometimes I get excited, hit retweet and forgot to and forget to um, add it to the bag. He going in on Laura Luma again. Lord have mercy. Um, nope, that's not it. Although that was a good take, too. Um, why is it that the further right, hold on, let me, yeah, you guys can see this. Why is it that the further right you get as a white identitarian, the further the top of your hairpiece starts to slant to the left? <laughs> Bruce Lee, mm, Prince, Chuck Norris, John Wayne, Nelson Mandela, Michael Jordan, Hotep Jesus. <laughs> Mother Teresa, Oprah, P-Dog Night in the House. Mm, yeah, I just, I don't really agree with the whole, he's the most deified person in the 20th century. Maybe he is. I just, I don't know. We talked about this last night on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Hotep's been told you, Uncle Hotep, if you want a double dose of the Hotep's been told you show. Um... All right, I'm going to have to do it like this. Right here. This is it right here. Goldstein says, the myth of King is no different than the myth of the founding fathers. You got to drop the mic right there. You just dropped the mic after that. Nothing else really needs to be said because nothing is truer than that. It's all the same shit. Y'all deifying flawed motherfuckers. I love that. I love that. Haley Selassie. Haley Selassie. Oh, I forgot that one. Damn. Frank Sinatra. Bob Marley. Yeah. 20th century, not 21st century, 20th century. Bob Marley was a really good one. Uh, we're going to come back to this Joy Ann Reed in just a second. Uh, so this guy right here, he says, uh, this is a wonderful take, I thought. Chance of repealing the Civil Rights Act, uh, negative, uh, uh, less than 1%. Chance of uh, turning the public on MLK Jr., less than 1%. Chance of making it harder for us to win elections, greater than 99%. This ain't a good strategy. And he's replying to none other than your favorite white identitarian account and wokeness. I just like to highlight this because we have to document history and show you guys how a far right movement spawns, how it begins to bud and how to maneuver going forward. Right. And what to expect. Right. So there's a little bit of the lily white movement coming back. 
Now this is down. This right here hurts. Sonny Johnson says Blexit was Charlie Kirk's DEI project. Steve Irwin, facts. Steve Irwin definitely is deified. Facts. He was going to send Harriet Tubman to rescue the slaves from the Democrat plantation. Candy was his DEI hire before. It was cool. Yeah, I said Hitler. Hitler was one of my guesses. Uh, he watched your show that morning, P-Dog. You said that too, P-Dog? Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful take, man. But yes, Charlie Kirk was DEI before DEI. Y'all remember Blexit? The black outreach? It was supposed to be like, um, what was that campaign overseas in the UK? And then they copied it and called this one Blexit. So, yeah. DEI existed over here um, on the right and now it's just not cool anymore so you know they act like it never happened great take from Sonny great great take from Sonny um, let's go to the last little tidbits um, before we go to the phone lines text hold Debbie and Ana 202-596-5631 if you can get on phone lines let's go to the tape New Hampshire. and I think to the point there. that you made Steph I mean it, it's the elephant in the room She's still a brown lady that's got to try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts the notion that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood. Now, what did I tell you about women in TV? Brexit. Thank you. What did I tell you about women in TV? For a free subscription, one month supply of flow or apex our new our new supplements dropping tonight what did i tell you about women in media what is the red flag we got to look out for who can tell us heather hardnett you just won heather hardnett you won they run straight for the blonde hair now, this is why I gave Vivek props, because he could have changed his name to be more appealing to the American psyche, but he didn't. He could have changed his religion, but he didn't. He said, I'm Hindu, and you motherfuckers are going to have to deal with the gods of Hinduism and like it or leave me alone. So this is two reasons why I like Vivek. He did not turn his back on his people. It's also the reason why you need to watch that motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Now, Joanne Reed claims to be a black woman. She's in media working for MSNBC. And she says that Nikki Haley is an immigrant and America's not ready for immigrants, but She's very quick to go get that blonde wig on her head. Somebody says she got Trump hair. Why did she go and get her hair blonde? Because that's what the media told her is going to make her more likable. And she went and did it. She didn't keep her dark hair. She doesn't come to work with braids. She doesn't come to work with an Afro. Have we ever seen Joanne Reed with braids? Ah, shit, she does. She does have some images with braids. Okay. All right, Joy. Respect. But that looks like a while ago. It look a little old. It look a little old. Okay. So she went and got that blonde mop on her head to be more appealing for the ratings. Let's go back. She's getting, you know, birthered by Donald Trump. Um, and I don't care how much the donor class likes her, which will yeah. ramp up a lot, the better she does in New yes. Hampshire. So it's still a challenge. I don't see how she becomes the nominee of that party with Donald Trump still around. I can't picture it happening. Maybe it could happen. Ron DeSantis's only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy that he can still make the appeal to white people. While we have New Hampshire. And I think to the point that you made, Steph. Wait, what'd she say? 
only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy that he can still Ron DeSantis' only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy that he can still make the appeal to what I don't remember him making that argument but whatever um I mean she's right like again it's a white country you definitely want to be a white guy running for president you, you know your, your likelihood uh, of winning is going to be high you know um hold on I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything um I haven't gone over that. We're going to go over that in a moment in, in a, in a, in a later date. We got to talk about that. What I just showed you on the screen. Um, and the only reason why I'm doing is because sometimes I realize after the show was something I wanted to show y'all and I didn't show y'all. So I just want to make sure I'm pretty sure we got everything. Oh, I knew I was forgetting something. Look at this. So if you want to see desperation, you got to go right here. See, depends on you. It really does, folks. That's no joke. Remember I told you, remember I told you about that word democracy? Our democracy depends on you. It really does, folks. That's no joke. That's why we need you. We need your help to ensure Joe's leadership continues to guide us forward. We know the other side won't rest, so we can't either. Your donation will help give Joe and Kamala's campaign the resources. Look at Joe's face. Joe look like he got gas. <laughs> Joe look like he don't like the smell of his own farts. <laughs> look at his face, man. It needs. Let's make history again. Chip in now. Let's secure a brighter future together. Now. Why did I show this to you? I just wanted to show you the desperation of the left. If they had to go get Barack out, they ain't got nothing. They ain't got nothing left in the tank. Nothing. Nothing. Not even a new upstart. How do you not even have a new upstart? At least the right has Vivek, right? That's their new upstart. Who's the new upstart on the left? It ain't 8OC. They don't have a new serious upstart. They had to go get Barack Obama. It's looking pretty grim for the left. Looking pretty, pretty grim. Um, let's go to the phone lines. Text hold tap your name to 202-596-5631. Text hold tap your name to 202-596-5631. And I'll be right back after this short brief commercial break. <laughs> 